0: Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Levac and Gaz. I'll play the part of Levac for today's show. And my coponera Thomas Goslowski the third, will be Gaz, also known as CBS. That's his new name. Uh, he likes the three letters. Um, <laughs> it's so weird looking at you like wearing a, a shirt with a collar, and I just had to go completely opposite. I was like, Sun's out, guns out. Let's go. I'm going shirt, I'm going sleeveless now that I'm back home. Plus, I'm soaked from uh, from the last show I did.
1: You're, you're more Pat McAfee than me. That's what that definitely I, stands out.
0: I, listen, I got to tell you, there's a lot of guys out there that if you compared me to them, I'd be like, screw you. I'm my own person. I'll take a little McAfee in my life. A little PMS, if you will. <laughs> Ladies, complain about it. Not me. Not me. I'm, I'm um, excited,
1: LeVac. I got a new microphone today. My microphone got destroyed. all the time. It was bad. It like was,
0: was a pile the- of poopies.
1: Why is this cord not working? Why is this? <laughs> and then last night, I got an interview coming up with James Allen for getting there with the tomorrow. Exploded minute interview. Just done. That's I was.
0: It was oh. funny because today um, we run just like a little – it doesn't even matter, but I run the coaches show out of the same like digital room that we do LeVac and Gaz out of. So I'm looking through the comments because I'm trying to set it up so I can put everything together for our show uh, with Coach and I today. And I see like I'm so sorry, my mic exploded. I'm like like, and it's the banner ads. So it's like the only way that guys could communicate with the person he was interviewing was to put new banners up. And the guy's just looking down at it. I can just see it in my head. It's hysterical. <laughs> Had me laughing. Tommy Gross, first question of the day. You didn't get too wet, did you? It wasn't good. It was not good. It was not good.
1: Um, I texted. So, I, I was gonna say Levack. I texted you so last night, gave you the heads up. Like, hey, my buddy did. over at National Grid is warning that powered outages are expected across albany so i'm like just be prepared
0: yeah and it's and the, the trucks are like you can see the trucks accumulating in like parking lots stuff like that getting ready for whatever could come it was it was just it was brief and god bless the crew over at sea smoke they have these like really cool they're like clear plastic walls that can like go up and down like a garage door on a button um, the one section that they're waiting, like the guy's supposed to repair like any minute now is the one I set up in front of. So this poor waitress is back. there, like,
1: Oh my God. Oh! And the
0: rain's coming in. And I'm just like, what? Nick Hague's hair is perfect. cause Hague's always perfect. It's, you know, he's just ready to go. And there's coach in the middle of it. And I'm just like, guys, love you. My equipment's not going on. Uh, it's not going to, it's not going to blow up. I can't afford to replace it all at this exact moment in time. I just bought a new iPhone. Uh, so, Wheels up, boys. We out of here. So,
1: As of right now, we're good. I was concerned our connection was going to cut out during the show as well, or something was going to go knock on home. wood.
0: we home. That's where exactly your, your Wi-Fi right. sucks at home.
1: Exactly right. Got that pre-made package rolling tonight once I get clearance.
0: Clearance, clearance. <laughs> what are you working on for tonight? Give us a little tease.
1: I got the video game storyline involving NCAA 2024, whether or not okay. UAlbany football is going to be in it. Uh, I'm re- learning that some of this footage has to get cleared because – that's how it works on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when they see the video game footage and they see that you're going to do an entire, what is it? Like a minute, two minutes. It'll be on, t- on 90 TV. Seconds. Nine, okay. now I was doing a minute, two minutes. I'm good. They go, do they go? This is exactly what we wanted from old Gazi bear. Or does somebody roll their eyes and go video games already? So we're already past the honeymoon phase. You're just going to do whatever the F you
1: want. Okay. Which way My hope is that on a Tuesday in July in the sports where they're like I mean, we could film Kevin Herter again taking shots at ten-year-olds, or something different. <laughs> That's my hope. That's my hope. They're like, "All right, you already saw the Yankees, and you saw. You know what? This is totally different. Cool. It's got some. It's got some legs to it. So I'm going to watch it a week from now. That's my hope. I believe. You ever that need me like ready.
0: jump in and like talk video games? I'm down. I haven't played in forever, but I'm ready. I'm always ready.
1: All right. All right. Maybe next year we'll do a piece on that. We'll do a NCAA 2024. We'll play. As you all oh, like a yes, best so of ten. So. That's right. If I
0: win, you have to like just talk about the Empire for your next segment. But just, like tickets game. available? Um, uh, you no. Know, you know there was an AFL game, but the yes. Empire wasn't around yet, so there wasn't. It were they weren't in it. I think it, I don't even think it was the Albany Firebirds back at that exact point. It might have been the Indianapolis or Indiana Firebirds or whatever the hell they were. But we belong in a video game the way we are. It's a great team. A lot of good dudes on our team. Playoff bound. Uh, oh, sorry, I said that it was right. Very- Oh, there you go.
1: After that, you know, a, Can you imagine that's like the new thing to put up a banner? I've a looked back burst, That means a banner for the visual side of the audience.
0: Oh my God. I'm ready. Like if you need it, let me know. Cause it was funny. I wasn't even thinking about it. I like, I rushed over to the, we just got it wrapped up in a couple little things today. Like uh shock is the new official visor of, of the, uh, the Albany empire. Ooh. <laughs> so we gave the guys like all the, they gave sunglasses, to all the guys and the visors. You'll see like that they were in, you know, on the field is going to be shock, uh S H O C. Just so you guys know, and so we're doing a lot of stuff with that. We're getting everything done. I'm sitting there talking, all of a sudden I'm like, oh crap, I got to hurry my ass up and go over there. So I grab a soda and I run over, and I'm drinking the soda. Coach sits down, I put my headset on, and I just like, I just like Homer Simpson belch. I'm just like, because <laughs> well, sound check's good. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I wasn't even thinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I would have done that on purpose to you, but not to Coach Manaz. so it was, I, I
1: felt bad. Yeah, poor coach. Because you and I talked a little bit about this on Sunday at the Hideaway. What an awesome event, the Wild World of Sports competition that was! Great time. Uh, coach's first response to having the team clinch a playoff berth without playing a game this week was what to you?
0: Uh, he was he's thrilled. Like, because because here's here's the situation, right? If you if you have the championship shirts from last year, you saw the checklist on the back. That like, I take credit for putting it on a shirt but that was coach's checklist that was on the whiteboard in coach's office all season long. And we were sitting there like, how do we make the shirt cooler? How do we do this? How do we? it was Lindsay and I, who, you know, Lindsay, she, she does a little Godzilla stuff. She's over at elevation more now. Um, and I was like, what about the checklist? And she's like, I love it. And all of a sudden she's drawing it up how she wants it to look. She's trying to mimic his handwriting perfectly, but like he has that checklist and, and, you know, check mark number one is clinch a playoff spot. So he gets to go over that off. Now it's get a home game. Hopefully we'll be able to do that this weekend. But like he doesn't he doesn't revel in it because he's a big picture guy. As he puts it, he wants to talk about winning the championship, not winning a game, not getting an invitation. But the fact that we're now invited to the dance and now it's just a matter of seeing where, where we're sitting.
1: We're thrilled. Was he interested at all in the playoff scenarios that you and I texted about last night at 11 o'clock at night doing the numbers? Because I feel like as a coach, he doesn't. Truly care because he just knows he has to take care of whoever he's playing that week.
0: So you and I went back and forth with playoff scenarios last night. You had you had a few
1: that I didn't have.
0: One that I'm sure you'll want to talk about. Um, the reason I had the other ones so readily available is I had already done those and we'd already sat down. He and I had already gone through them. Like his his whole thing is know all the angles. You know what I mean? Like and it, and it's it's as he put it today, and you can go back and watch the coaches show part of the fun of being a coach is doing that stuff because, because even if, even if I'm not thinking about it, somebody's going to ask me, you're like, Oh, how do you feel about, you know, Jacksonville's chances this weekend? It's like, I'm not playing Jacksonville. What do I care? Well, if Jacksonville loses and you win, you know, you're the two seed at at worst and it's, Oh, okay. So you go, so yeah. So I always like to know those things. And last week was, was when he and I sat down and I was like, listen, five is the magic number. If we win out and no one has less than five losses, we're number one. We host the rest of the way through. Five's the magic number, so that's what he's been, you know, going through. And now he's got a million different ones. And i i I'll leave your doomsday scenario to you to, to unveil because I did read that to him, and he was just like, "I can't worry about that." <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so we're gonna do the doomsday scenario. Do it. Okay. Do it. You might. As- I mean, you came up with it. I did not even want to mention the doomsday scenario. I think Empire fans are going to give me grief because I'm sure we're going to hit this again in the pregame. I don't think so. Because will okay.
0: you know what? I'll I'll validate what you're putting together after you're done. There's a reason why I think what you what you're saying,
1: um, needs to at least be in in the light of day. So I think feels if this is the most popular comment too that Empire fans are getting is that for the NAL, the Empire are scheduled to play 12 games, and Jacksonville and uh, Jacksonville and Carolina, the other two teams who are. Definitely playoff bound, are playing 14 games. Right. So there is a scenario that if Albany, the Empire, lose this weekend, if Carolina wins, and Jacksonville wins, that because Carolina and Jacksonville are scheduled to play in week 14, that would be game 14 in comparison to game 12 for Albany. If they decided to not take the field or tie, which is not going to happen. Then both teams would be guaranteed a home playoff game, no matter what happens for Albany in their final matchup against San Antonio. Which would seem like absolute BS that you've got a regular season game on the schedule and you say we're not gonna play it. Like that that doesn't happen in professional sports where you're just like canceled, rain, you know, like major league baseball Michael will pull something off like that. Like, oh, that was game 162. We had no idea. I mean, we gotta start the playoffs, right? I guess we're gonna have to have a home game. Well, remember, in this scenario, that's this game one sixty-four.
0: Yeah. Yes. Because so so just so, so everybody knows how this, this came together. Um the ownership of Carolina and the ownership of Jacksonville decided that they were willing to forego bye weeks to each have one more home game and play each other. So there's 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 members of the of the ownership staff in common between the two a minority owner of one is a majority owner of another kind of thing so the they decided to forego two bye weeks and then play against each other and and at that time when they decided it it was put to a vote the league said listen it is what it is if that's what you that's what you guys want to do go for it We the Albany Empire said we're open for business. We don't really want to forego our bye weeks because we think our players need them. However, let me, let me, uh, let me break a phrase out here. That's very professional. Shit. Yeah. We'll take an extra home game and get more people in the seats. That'll be great. No one wanted to play us. No one wanted any part of us. Um, And, you know, we, knowing what we know now, if you got us early in the year, you might've, you might've, you might've got in. you know, you might've got it done, but nobody wanted you. So, what we ended up doing is sticking with the original 12 as did the other the other three three other teams so two are going to play the extra and that comes down to win percentage now um it, it realistically only factors in if carolina and jacksonville tie at this point that's the only time it factors in these extra games because it's mainly loss column as long as we lose less games than they do we win if we win if they win more games than we do but you know it's a tie in the loss column. Okay, it sucks. It's not as much fun. So don't 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 get too crazy on the extra games. I know everybody's like caught up on it right now, but it really shouldn't really shouldn't really be an issue. We'll see if it is, but it shouldn't really be an issue. The number one thing is, if we went
1: out, we're no worse than the second seed. What I would like to see happen is this: I'd like to see Carolina lose this week. Yep, the Empire win their final two home games. Albany gets the number one seed, and what potentially would happen then that final week of the season is that. This is before the playoffs. Week 14, you could have a scenario where at the MVP arena, Albany's playing for the top seed. And on another game in the league, Carolina and Jacksonville are battling to see who could potentially host who. And I'm saying between Columbus. Because what would really suck when we see this in the NFL sometimes is that you see a matchup uh, between two teams who play each other in week 17. We'll use that as the past tense. Week seventeen, and then all of a sudden they're the opening round game in the wild card, and it's like right. they're not going to show anything well, in that game. And that's a scenario Carolina Jacksonville could have in week fourteen. But I well no, like the, the
0: scenario for Carolina and Jacksonville is Raiders
1: Chargers. Yes, the Raiders Chargers
0: week seventy five or whatever it was of this NFL season because we get the extra extra week. So what is that eighteen? Week eighteen, if they tie, they're both in. Pittsburgh's out. So obviously this doesn't have that kind of ramification. We, you know, Columbus wins and they're in, we know who our final four are. Um, but if, if they did tie, like if it comes down to it where it's like, there's a couple seconds left, kick the field goal, don't kick the field goal. I, I could legitimately see, you know, one of the teams kneeling on the ball, get the tie and make sure that we're on the road. Cause nobody wants us to win. Like, like not only did we win our first year in the NAL, not only did we dominate the NAL, we only lose one game to Jacksonville and watch the tape there were some interesting things going on. <laughs> but we we were dicks about it and continue to be dicks about it because it's fun. We're New York, we're way up here, we're better than you. We're kicking your asses except for Carolina this year. I can't say that about you. We're handling our business and we're having fun doing it. And if you don't like us talking, shut us up. Carolina's shut us up so far this year. So they don't want us in it. They don't like us. Our closest friends are the Orlando Predators and they don't want us in it. So, like, <laughs> like anybody who thinks Orlando's gonna roll in here this weekend and lay down, you're out of your freaking mind.
1: You're out of your mind. One more shout out to the pink game for someone who might have missed it. Yes. Let's give a more shot. I know we're gonna shout exciting. it out one more time in the pregame coming up on Saturday, but shout out the pink game, our panel, Cindy, and everybody who else has made this possible for the matchup coming up.
0: So, um, you know, the beauty of this too is uh, our good friend Will Brown's wife, Jamie Brown, who is also a very good friend, she is part of uh, two life, two life.org. So, so I've been working with her on getting the game together. Um, it is gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be a celebration. That's the beauty of two life. Like two life's about educating and supporting survivors of breast cancer. So five dollars from every ticket bought through the link albany.spinzo.com slash two life. You can just go right to albanympire and click through. Uh, five dollars from every ticket bought through there is gonna go right to two life. I saw the design today for the t shirts. I love them. Um we had to do go run back to the drawing board. Love our friends at Elevation 10K. Uh, they just they just stepped up and redesigned the entire shirt because Coach is a pain right in my ass. Um, my goal was always hold on. I gotta sneeze. it up. There goes.
1: Oh, sorry, okay. Oh, the podcast audience oh. for the audio side wanted to sneeze, they didn't even fast forward, uh, they just waited for the, it. The video my... side is sitting there going, like, What the hell did he just die? Um, no,
0: so like originally, I, my goal was to do a pink game shirt that people would wear 365 because everybody's got those pink t shirts. As a matter of fact, I'm looking across my living room right now, and there's still the John Stone Supply pink t shirt from the U Albany game that you guys did. That I like, yeah, I have he's... never worn it, it sits right there. I wore it that day, that's it um so i wanted to come up with it so i was like we'll do we'll do our blue uh we'll do the pink shield we'll do whatever and like everybody was talking about everybody's excited about it. like no we haven't made that shirt before that'll be cool and then coach comes in and goes you're gonna love this we're doing a white out for the pink game the guys are gonna wear white head to toe I want the fans to wear white and pink and we're gonna i'm like sitting there going i'm like feverishly texting he goes you don't like it i go no i'm telling them not to make the blue shirts <laughs> um so they they sent me design today I'll send it over to you a little bit guys you can see it first before we post it uh publicly and uh, I love it so it's a it's gonna be a white shirt pink Empire logo a lot of love and and support to our friends at twolife.org uh, uh very excited about it so uh, we're gonna take some of the proceeds from those and and donate those as well uh ticket sales need to ramp up you know I, I saw somebody post <laughs> like yesterday like what do we got to do to clinch home Took everything I had out the right buy more tickets Pack the place. Scare the hell out of Orlando and San Antonio. Let's go. Show them what Albany's all about. And, like, we're, we're dropping. I mean, like, we have $15 tickets available right now. You buy a $15 ticket, five of that 15 is going right to 2LIFE, and you're in the building. That's that's what we're doing. You know, we're just trying. We're trying to give people. Kids 12 and under are free. So you buy, like, one adult ticket, sit wherever the hell you want. You can get a couple kids' tickets right next to you.
1: It's free. So it's it, we're doing what we can. Come support the empire for whatever reason you can't make it support that great cause coming up on saturday cindy's gonna yell at me because i promised her on sunday i was gonna put the link underneath on the podcast i will do it when you're listening to this on replay i did not do it sunday i blame somebody who was supposed to have bourbon for distracting me he knows who he is things changed immediately following the podcast
0: boston dan boston dan it was not Um, boston dan well, he's bros and bourbon, isn't he? Or bourbon bros or Gherka,
1: whatever? I know, but isn't, but
0: isn't Boston Dan yes. bourbon bros or some yes, show or is, something hey, that you're doing that now? Is. Some terrible show, I'm sure. Um, 30, talking about 30, the Red Sox and whatever. 3.30 to
1: 5 o'clock, the pregame show. Come join us. It's going to be an awesome event. Trayvon Shorts is going to join us. Markel Wade, LeVac, Andrew Santillo. A lot of people going to join the pregame show. And, LeVac, you mentioned Johnstone Supply and Troy, the pick cost, all the great things going on. Hey, I'll prove it. Just, yeah, yeah. Go grab the shirt while we talking about Johnstone Supply in Troy, 518-272-5922. Storm on the way tonight. AC units, it's been hot, hot in the Capital Region. You've been baking, you've been sweating. Maybe your AC unit is down. Here's where you can get a new one. Johnstone Supply in Troy, 518-272-5922. 6th Avenue in Troy is the place for you. Shout out to George and Kev. And our guy, Tom, and everybody else over there, there's the wonderful pink shirt. If you're listening on our audio site, go check that out. Love Johnstone Supply and Troy. Been supporting us from day one here on Gaussian Media. We hope that you can support them this summer. Johnstone Supply and Troy. One more time for the number 518 272 5922. Sixth Avenue and Troy. Those summer projects on the way. Stop in and support our friends, Johnstone Supply and Troy. So I've never worn it. You can still see the creases because I look like Patrick Starfish.
0: I look like I'm be hanging out with you, Spongebob, when I'm going to... back and Gaz, and of course, uh, we're here on a Tech East Tuesday. Check us out live on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. Based on what the meteorologists say, make sure you've got uh, Tech East Fire and Water Restoration's uh, website, tefirewater.com, handy. You could need us, and we'll be there to help. So, I didn't think there was a scenario I was going to like Zach Wilson. <laughs> but I like Zach Wilson. I like Zach Wilson because... Mackay Bechtin like Zach Wilson and all his teammates now like him. He said he had dog in him, and he's got dog in him, and so does his mother's best friend. Um, what like? First of all, had you ever heard the term "homie hopper" before? No. So a homie hopper apparently is someone who jumps around a friend group. So like a woman who like like let's say I was dating a woman and then she left me. She starts dating guys. So Sees guys. She starts dating. You know, uh, Boston Dan. So he's Boston Dan, a homie hopper. So she hops from one homie to the other. Um, so there's a picture of, of Zach Wilson, quarterback of the Jets, ex-girlfriend who is now with uh,
1: Dax Milne. Is that how I say his name? Yes, the BYU, former BYU wide receiver, roommates, buddies, yeah.
0: Best friend, now wide receiver of the Commanders. They're, he's dating Wilson's ex. Wilson's ex, after being called a homie hopper, says – I'm not a homie hopper. He slept with his mother's best friend. That dude looks so freaking innocent. The fact that he is, you know, this like freaking MILF porn star is amazing to me. It's amazing to me. I love it.
1: Do we have to put in parentheses like the warning now of alleged? Yeah, there you go. Alleged. What we may have seen or heard on social media may or may not be true, but it is July in sports and man, it's way more fun to talk about this than something else going on or anything else, because where do you even come up with this? Like the term homie hopper that you mentioned, never heard of it before, but then just like throwing that out and she knew the reaction it was going to get. Now here's, I think like culturally where there must've been a misfire here, because if you're going to go at your ex for cheating on you, this is what I miss You better not miss. And that's the thing, though. Like, she probably thought, hey, this guy cheated on me. I'm going to blow up his spot right now on social media, and people are going to be so pissed at him. New York Jets, starting quarterback, Zach Wilson, Young, the franchise, everything else, that was not the reaction she thought she was going to get. He seems more loved than ever before. The New York Jets fans have
0: embraced him. Oh, 100%. His teammates have embraced him. Teammates who didn't even seem to care that he existed are now like that's my quarterback. Let's go. Like Mikai Becton for the first time this offseason put down a double whopper and and thought about the Jets. Like he's working out at 4 a.m. Bullshit. He's just working out at 4 a.m. because the drive through opens at five. He's now in. He's like, that's my dog. Let's go. I love it. Let's let's and the fact that Zach Wilson hasn't said a thing. Just let let it go. Just let it breathe. Just let it breathe. don't deny it. Nobody's gonna believe your denial. Don't say you did it. Nobody's going to believe that either. Just sit back and let it happen. Just let it go.
1: The Patriots defense a few years ago had the boogeyman, and they ran with it after the same Darnold ghost clip. Uh, Baker Mayfield had the quote, I woke up feeling dangerous. And he had that, like, (laughs) quote. Cam Newton had, you know, the dabby and the Superman. And there have been quotes that have followed of Jameis Winston, probably the king, right? Started eating W's. There are different ways where people have viewed how those phrases and expressions and coaches viewed quarterbacks, I hope that the Jets start to win this season. And this takes off. I want the dog in him shirts. I want a dog pound like Cleveland in New York. I want this to be his thing. Because if he, and he's, by the way, he's poised to have a good season. They added a lot to the offense. It's year two. Uh, Sal is there. He's got his players in. I hope this takes off all season. I hope this is not just a dead summer storyline we never talk about again. I hope this follows him forever and everyone's like, didn't really happen. I want one reporter to never give up. He wants every detail of the hookup.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. With everything his mother posts, so two, two, two points. With everything his mother posts, how do we not already have a picture of this woman? Like, How do we already not like know exactly what she looks like? Because something tells me that's a MILF crew that runs around, right? I don't. I don't imagine Mrs. Wilson, you know, tolerates ugly friends. You know, there isn't some hammer toe fatty running around with that crew. There's, there's a bunch of blondes that would not give me the time of day. Who are like, you know, <clears throat> they have two, like they have two outfits: sundresses and yoga pants. That's all they ever wear, and they look great in both. <laughs> except for in the winter when they do the leggings with the, you know, the Han Solo look. That's, you know, of course. But like. There's no way. And they all pretend to be self-righteous and over the top and love God and whatever. And then they're banging each other's sons. Like that's what's up. I want to know who I want to know who she is. I want to, I want to see her and I want to go. I just want to be like, Well done. Well done. I want Namath. I want Namath there for the first home game of the Jets this year to go. You know what, Zach? Thought you were a freaking nerd. I'm in. I just I just want to kiss you on the cheek in celebration of your greatness.
1: Broadway, Zach. Oh yeah, let's
0: go! I love it. Over. Wait, what's the? But it's in they're in Jersey, so is it like like Terrace Parkway or some shit? Like, isn't it? It's a...
1: That's right. That's right. I don't. I don't want to do the the devil's advocate here because we, you and I both get so much enjoyment out of this story. We think it's so much fun, and we hope it never stops. Is there going to be a stick in the mud, a wah, Jets fan that hears this and starts calling Wilson a distraction off the field? Oh, of his course. mom and the hookups and the poor play, oh. like. As fun as I want this to be, and like somebody can turn on him by the end of September and be like, "They never should have taken him. There were so many better people in the draft." Blah blah blah.
0: Look look at look at this season for the Empire, right? So we lose game one. The rabble, rabble, you guys, this is problem, whatever. Then we start we start playing really well, and they was quiet. We'll be quiet right now, but we're gonna we're waiting. And then we lose again. Rabble, 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 rabble. They come back. Now we're winning again. They shut up. If he's bad, those. Stick up the butts are going to go crazy. They're going to go nuts. This is the problem. He's too small. He's not this. He's that. He's sleeping with his friends, his mom's friends, his friends. Are, oh, he should be focused on being a better quarterback. He doesn't even a caffeine, but he slept with his mom's friends. It's ridiculous. Like that's who they're going to, and then all of a sudden they're going to win. And those rabble, 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 they'll get quiet again. Like it's, yeah, because it's just, it's attention. It's the same reason the ex girlfriend completely miscalculated this whole thing i'm important my cause is righteous you're wrong watch what happens when i tell everyone that you're a stud and you've had sex with stifler's mom and and then everybody goes stifler's mom's got it going on (laughs) let's get you some zach and they're all looking at her like yeah just keep banging his best friend you loser you scumbag you traitor you hoe biscuit and she's probably a fine nice girl she's very pretty but it's, you know, he's already onto an influencer. She just sounds sour, but she's like, you're right. She completely miscalculated. She's like, I am going to expose you for the scallion you are. And he's like, the only thing I exposed was Mrs. Smith's butt. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's so stupid. People just think they're more important than they are. Including let's, me.
1: Let's go Jets. Come on, Zach Wilson. Be good this season. Don't let this die. Yeah. Let it live forever.
0: I got to tell you, like, the, like, so our buddy Chad over at the Hideaway, diehard Jets fan, he is almost every year, like, he, he accepts the fact that they're not going to be the team he hopes they'll be. But, like, when they have a chance to beat the Raiders, he gets in and he enjoys himself. He is, he finds ways to enjoy the season. If the Jets suck this year, I guarantee you that man will own some form of clothing, probably a T-shirt, that the J-E-T-S somehow spells out that his quarterback is banging melts. Somehow, that is going to happen. I'm telling you right now. It's going to happen.
1: Chad, I want to see the shirt. Take a picture of it. I want to see it.
0: And the only reason I say this, is I've been trying to think of it the entire time we've been talking and I haven't come up with it yet.
1: <laughs> well, Chad, if you're like Chad, you want to go to a Jet game this season, if you want to watch Zach Wilson in Look person. this
0: transition right here. Oh, good, come right? on
1: dot com S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. That is a New here York, that's the best one. Here
0: you go, here you go. New York State Broadcasters Award, two guys for that transition. I would I would say
1: of the last year of doing this, that might be the best segue I've had right that's, there. Yeah, Usually they've been incredibly me, awkward.
0: That was my art form and you have now taken it. You have taken the title.
1: We will both fully admit in the podcast world, the audio world like this, the segues about going to break into a live read are not easy. Or well, not, you know, I, not I'll, comfortable. Be, I'll be
0: honest with you, they were better when it was what I was focused on. But this uh football thing is a, is 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 a uh, pretty obnoxious, so that you have now overtaken me. I need to I need to regain the title. I'll get it, I'll get it done. I'll get it. Done. I also have no clients, no one wants to advertise with me anymore except for techies. But we'll get to we, that later.
1: It's a wee thing, it's a Levac Gaz thing. I just do them. SeatGeek.com promo code Gaz $20 off. SeatGeek
0: your- said, We need Gaz. That's right. We don't need levac We don't need the big guy who needs two seats. He needs he needs seat geeks. We need guys. Promo G- code Goz, even.
1: That's right. G-O-Z. $20 off your first purchase over $50. Whether it's the Jets, Bruce Springsteen's coming back to Albany in March. Morgan Whalen. People are going to that concert. Are they going to go to another concert? Sporting events and more. Seatgeek.com is your place. Buy your tickets there. First purchase over $50. You get $20 off. When you use the promo code GOZ, G-O-Z. Yes. share it with your friends, share it with your family members. Hey, I know how to save cash buying tickets this summer. SeatGeek.com. Promo code GOZ, G O Z. $20 off your first purchase over $50. Enjoy your concerts and games this summer.
0: That transition was so good. You're now the Wizard of GOZ. Just so you know.
1: You know, you mentioned that. That was the first reference I was ever given in the history of my radio career, ever. Wizard of GOZ? Yeah. I thought so it was more- Gazzy Bear. Uh, no, no, no. God, the Wizard of Goss came first because Michael Lindsley, I was doing his updates. That was this – oh, my God. This has got to be like December of 2013. Mm-hmm. He literally goes like, hey, we've got the Wizard of Gaz coming up next year with the sports update. I'm like
0: – Are you like telling this. me I came up with the same reference, Lindsay?" <sighs> yeah. And then, like, when you – I, I I'm retire. Re- I think I'm done. I think I'm hanging up. Like, I'm gonna be, it's going to be like uh, Cowboy Cerrone last UFC. I'm just going to take the gloves off right here. Lay them down. <laughs>
1: But like you think about the hype that like set it up, like wow, who's this wizard of gas who's gonna give us a sports update? Mm-hmm. It's some twenty-four year old stumbling through a sixty-second update about ACC basketball, you know? <laughs> it's like that's like that.
0: Like I will say, like I I bring out a way calmer, cooler gauze than what than what normally happens. Like, like I listen to your other shows even, and you still get very announcery. Ugh. You do like you're. I, I say the two most gas you are in front of a microphone is when we do a show or when you're doing color for the empire. Cause I think you get like, there's a point where like, like you're just kind of looking around you're like, this is just fun. Screw this crap. I'm not going to be professional. I'm just gonna have fun. <laughs> and now you're in our hype video and everything. Ah, uh, look at you. I don't you're, even like I'm this. I'm not in the hype video and you're in the hype video.
1: I don't even like this microphone. Cause I feel like it makes me sound too deep. I feel like my voice is not as high pitched and whiny as Syracuse when you could hear it I do. is there a mine's feature got, on this mic where I can make it sound less deep mine's got all kinds of settings
0: like I just don't know which one I want to use like this is like they're all different they all just make me oh that sounds weird I kind of like this one. Is it, uh, oh, because it's, so it's over here, here. hey everybody <laughs> I'm
1: gonna watch the retention level for the audio episode be like what it is let me say 31 minute mark.
0: and that's why I have sweaty balls i'm sorry no i don't know like
1: i don't know which one i like i think i like i think i like this one that's like the this. best it is uh i got my dates mixed up by the way uh-huh. i thought the, i thought the derek jeter the captain seven-part documentaries here was going to air after the all-star game come to find out it is airing after the home run derby Ooh. on a yes kit so it is airing monday with episode two scheduled to air that thursday for somebody who's aware sports fans definitely are those are some of the. Quietest days in sports. Right, so right. This was supposed to be at the last dance. Was supposed to be in two thousand twenty. All right, this is your last chance and last dance. Oh God, another great segue by me. Uh, oh. To give a take on the Jeer Captain movie, are you still gonna hate it? Now we're getting closer and closer to debut day. I think you're gonna watch. I know you're. Gonna oh watch. no, I'm. I'm gonna watch.
0: I'm gonna watch. You know what? Um, I I got a little bit of hope because the stuff that's leaking out right now, it sounds like he's been he's been pretty critical of a Rod, and it's not like him to let that stuff out so i'm i'm hopeful i'm very hopeful that he's going to be open and honest during this whole thing and i i'm thinking the the new internet presence where he's doing social media and shit and she's filming him with the kids and everything i'm hoping he's gonna we're gonna learn some things about jeets uh if it's just what we've always seen this very very cultivated, very, you know, pruned public image, it's going to suck.
1: I'm nervous the first episode because like I've been more, I think I've been just as excited, maybe even more so than you thinking about it because I'm like, you know, it's different, yeah. it's new. And I think there's a part of me that's curious of, okay, if you didn't talk for 20 years, you didn't talk real, and right. talk in the sense of like, give a headline, like the media type. Okay. Why all of a sudden after 25 years, are you doing it? Oh, you're doing it for a doc. Like you don't need the money. Like maybe, maybe this has been the plan all along. Like, Hey, I'm, I don't think it's the right thing to do while I'm playing to talk about my teammates, or my coaches when it's over and I'm out of it. Now you can do it. It's almost like somebody now telling I say you, what I really want to say. Exactly. Like you're being retired. It's a tell all at that point of what you want to do. And if that's the case, how they're kind of selling this in this tease, I'm like, all right, like I'm in for that. Uh, and like, especially yeah. Yankee fans can just relive some of the moments too. I think, this is anything sports, news, pop culture. There is always a thirst for people to learn stuff they don't know. Like, that's what's made newspapers popular for 50 years. And that's what's made shows popular. Like, I don't know what's about to happen, so I need to watch. And they're selling me on the Jeter thing. Like, I don't know what the hell he's gonna say about Arod. I'll watch. I don't know these stories behind these big magical games and his background and everything else. I'll watch so i hope he pays it off. i hope they didn't do a great yeah. enough job like a movie trailer to just sell me cuz i feel like the vibe is he's going to finally talk. yeah, i i my hopes are we get real insight. like
0: like the the biggest things that i i would think anybody who really enjoyed uh last dance in in like those kind of insider documentaries that like i would love to get just an unedited version of the negotiation, you know, where, where, you know, Cashman and he almost came to that, that loggerhead where they weren't going to get it done. I want the full, I would like, if he doesn't call a rod a dick or worse, it's a, it's a miss. Um, And I I would love to know the truth about the freaking gift bags. Even if it was like, I've never done the gift bags. And he's like nodding feverishly, like totally did the gift bags. (laughs) Like those kind of things, like because those, like there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of turmoil. He was so good at doing New York, like like Judge is really good at New York. Judge could not hold Jeter's jock in handling New York, like the the things that that he's missed are 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 minute. But Jeter would never have the boom box walking out of Boston trying to call your shot. Jeter's like, I would have called my shot on the way to the next round of the playoffs. Like those kind of things. Like he. He was so polished. He was so good at doing it. He was so guarded. Any humanity we see, any any of those big details that come out, I'll be I'll be a big fan.
1: So some of these great thirty for thirties, not all of them, some of them do have a payoff at the end. Like if you know the story or don't know the story, it's either a championship, a death, unfortunately, sometimes like something. There's a payoff at the end. If you remember the XFL one, you and I talked to the director. I believe it was Ken Rogers at that. No, no, it was Charlie Ebersole. What am I talking about it was Charlie Ebersole who eventually yeah. took over the Alliance? The payoff at the end was that, like, they teased that Ebersol and McMahon were going to bring back the XFL, and eventually it came back. Um, There have been other ones in the past where something happens at the end, and it's like, okay, the legacy is going to live on. Even the last dance, the tease was that, okay, so why the hell did the Bulls break up? What happened with Jerry Krause? Like, Jordan's never really talked to The Brady one is kind of a shitty end to it, because I think the Brady was going to be the retirement, and then it got leaked before the final episode. He's like, that's not how I wanted this to go. I wanted to retire at the end of my 30 for 30. Now I've got to edit it and go. You went through some storylines there of Jeter. Maybe that's the payoff. Like maybe the payoff is A-rod. And hey, the reason I stayed quiet for 20 years in New York is because up, up up and he just like that final episode, he just unleashes like a final, I want to call it like an Eminem eight mile battle rap. Like he just like roasts people. Yeah. A, maybe like, if that's I the case, I'm locked in
0: because is it more likely that happens or is it more likely he is he is once again playing the game right? Is it more likely that he's just like, you know what I got not I got more money than God I got a wife who's worth as much as me I got beautiful kids. I've done everything I need to do you know sure I'd love to run a front office whatever but I don't care anymore F you guys I'll do what I want or is it more likely that he is using this? To become president of one of two things, the country or the Yankees. <laughs> now, <laughs> obviously, the the country thing, you know, he's got to do a couple of things first. I could see a guy like Jeter taking his fame, taking his ability to, to to sculpt what you think of him, and and running for major offices. I don't, I don't see why you think he couldn't. But more importantly, I hate Randy Levine. And if there's a way for me to get Randy Levine out of the Yankee organization,
1: ah, I'm in. I would say diehard Yankee fan and cheater fans will look at what happened in Miami, and it will never affect his legacy of what he was as a Yankee player. But non-Yankee fans could say what happened to the firing of former Marlins and how the team stayed there and how they like used. Someone look at that as just a business. But we can't say it was a successful 10-year for Jeter in Miami. I know there's a ton of services. No, it was, it was not. Just a it was not. Right. But I wonder if he's just good not doing the president thing. I'm talking about president of the team thing. It's like, you know what? Gave it a shot. Wasn't as cool as I thought. Now, when you're talking about political office, that's intriguing to me. Because if you wonder, like, okay, people are going to dig for well, skeletons here. I'm just going to put some out. You know what? I'm going to throw gonna some out here. Hey, let's see. All right. Here you go. This is what you guys want. We'll do a seven-part documentary. Here's everything out in the public. Let's go run for governor.
0: Well, I mean, I love that idea because, I mean, what does he have to be, an alderman? I mean, you know, he doesn't have to get, like, if you're as charismatic as he is by not telling people things, amazing. Um, You don't have to, he doesn't have to go from, like, you know, VP. He doesn't have to, he he can get, like, he can be a senator. If, if God forbid he become a governor, if if Jeter becomes a governor, get out of the way because he's gonna be president. Like that's it. Like if he ever gets, if he ever gets that high, like a congressman, all right, just go ahead and dust off the Oval Office. He's he's, he's forty eight right now. Say he serves his first official term by the time he's fifty, he'll be president by sixty. Like you know, that's just all there is to it. That's the payoff at the
1: end. Right. I'm running for president, right? Times it up perfect.
0: But. There is – that man hates losing, hates failure like a guy like Jordan does, right? So Jordan, he is the best basketball player on the planet. Then he is – he's the most marketable athlete on the planet. And then he's the this. this. Now he's a businessman and a team owner. If you're Jeter, do you look at Miami and say, the reason I failed is I had to cut away so much crap – from everything i didn't have time to build mine before it was obvious that we needed to do something different or if i come to the yankees i'm not cutting away crap i'm not going to andre dawson's office and saying i'm sorry i'm not going to pay you to sit here anymore i'm going down the hall and saying hey this is our budget go get the best freaking players and by the way i'll sit in the room with you and
1: make it happen oh man you know what that makes me think though i wonder if there's bad blood between him and brian cashman because of the last contract, because I can, I can see a scenario where Brian Cashman for the Yankees, the GM, Cashman, we trust. You've heard that line before, right? Like all this stuff. I wonder if Cashman's when like, I heard it. I, I lived by it. That's right. For 22 years, not 22 years, for 13 years since 09 of the last World Series, Cashman's been getting beat by Yankee fans. Why aren't they winning? Why aren't you back in the World Series? Why aren't you doing this? He finally gets a team that's really good this year, could potentially get through. And then the next year, Jeter comes and Cashman's like, nope, no, 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 no. This is me. I'm taking credit for this Jeter. You get the hell out of here. You just came off the street and trying to be president. I wonder if there's some bad blood between Cashman and Jeter. Another, re- I feel like we're doing a good job selling this now. Jeter should be hiring us and Randy Wilkins and everybody else is the director <laughs> to hype up the Jeter, the Captain Seven Part Doc on some channel they won't
0: mention. I, I definitely, I'm definitely more into it than I was originally. Like, there's definitely more to it than I used to be. I mean, like, I just, I just, I still don't, I still don't know. I, I just, I can't. I have trouble believing it's going to be everything I hope it'll be. But I'm 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 definitely going to give it a chance now, which is something I wasn't going to do before. Um, I'm sorry. I, I You know me. I see a reason to place a wager, and I jump right in. I jump right in. Little Benny Wednesday. Chris Sale pitching tonight for the Sox. So I'm going to bet the over in the Red Sox game <laughs> because he is a freaking head case, and he's going to get shelled. You hear Him that, and Corey ben? Kluber, I got a bonus and everything. Let's go. I got a I got a fifty percent booster, so I'm gonna put twenty dollars on the over seven and a half runs. Sox Rays tonight, twenty to, to take home fifty.
1: Let's Under go. .5 walls destroyed.
0: Over, over, over. I want a meltdown. I hope he gives up eight runs in the first two innings. Chris Sale. Craziest SLB on the planet. He's fun. He's a good time. He's a good time, as long as you're not his seamstress. That'll be a problem. You know, it
1: was also he's a good time. Jared Lozier. At North Jared, Jared Jared Lozier.
0: By Five the way, I think eight. I think yeah. he won, right? Didn't he win? The, didn't his team win the tournament? I know
1: he won longest drive. Longest drive. I he cheated and won longest drive. They finished in third. Yeah, well, he they, cheated. He and won thought he won.
0: <laughs> he always thinks he won. There's no, he hit, there's no way he hit longer than me. I have won the longest drive no way Jared hit farther
1: than I did. I thought the team that was in all blue was going to win. I don't know even if they were at the dinner at the end, but they had the best shots of the day. I don't know what their names were, but they were all dressed in blue, and they were fantastic.
0: They I knew they were all they four my boy. 518-956-
1: 3753 is Jared Lozier's number. He works for Northeastern Insurance, and he is saving you cash this summer. I'm finding out more and more people are going camping. They're getting ready for that late summer trip, but maybe the expenses aren't quite exactly where they want them. Well, Find a way to save some cash this summer. Your car policy, your home policy, your insurance policies on the things that matter most. Those insurance policies, let him shop the market for you. 518-956-3753. That is Jared Lozier at Northeastern Insurance helping you save cash in 2022. We love Jared. Awesome seeing you. It's been too long. We? 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 Nah. I love you, Jared. Thank you for helping me save cash. Yeah, You can
0: love him all you want. You can love him all you want.
1: Nah. his beard looked better than ever.
0: Look at, look at this playoff beard, I'm rocking. Come on.
1: Are you not shaving it until Yeah, August. well,
0: because Coach shaved his. I shaved his. So now, look, and you see all the gray coming in? Do you see this, guys? Look at the gray. Hold on. Uh oh. Stream close up. Look oh, at the gray. Baby. Look at old man LeVac yikes. over here, huh? Yikes, dude. Look at that.
1: Probably LeVac just didn't kick it like my face. You're on a football team. You get gray hair in your beard. You're gonna be the big four right. six next month. That's, oh, you're wow!
0: Still not... I'm gonna be no, the like... And you know what? Like a true New Yorker, going to Tampa, baby. I'm gonna go down to Florida for my for my birthday. I'm gonna hang out with my nephew and his wife.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, you're still avoiding the grace for a while. I would say. I know that the context of your microphone being thrown around me, it's saying like, oh, you're 46, get used to it. That was not it, though.
0: No, just dude, this is freaking. This is the greatest I've ever been. Everybody's like, oh, you must have colored your beard. No, nah, now you can see it. Here it is. This is what happens. And they're random. They're just like in the front. They're not like anywhere. They're just in the front, ready to go. I'm gonna look like freaking Santa by December. If we don't win this freaking championship, I'm gonna look like Santa.
1: I see you go half and half, like half white, half gray. There's somebody famous who rocks that look, and I cannot think of his name off the top of my head right now. Oh,
0: that sounds like Jack to me right there. I'm not. That's not
1: happening. It's not happening. Do you think it's a big deal that Matthew Barry is leaving ESPN? Do so you want to know – let me answer your question with a question, which I know is very rude.
0: Um, is it a big deal if this is the first time I've heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Matthew Barry. You're talking about the talented Mr. Roto, correct?
1: That's right. Not the other the, Matthew Barry? The face of fantasy sports, could argue.
0: It was a terrible face.
1: Um, I think – I mean, to a degree, it is – where's he going? Do we know? I would assume – and this is an assumption after 15 years of the ESPN in the world of fantasy sports that it is right now in 2022, I would be shocked if a sports book company did not make them the, like throw them a ton of cash. We love DraftKings here at guys of the media and the and guys, but let's say for instance, like if you're a fan of Jay Farrow, you might be going there or if he's a fan of like a casino down the street, that's, you know, helping Jay out.
0: Farrow. Which one is Jay Farrow? He
1: wears like a big crown during it. Oh, I'm sorry, JB oh, Smooth. Yeah, S- yeah,
0: Jay Farrow I like. JB Smooth's a douchebag. I just saw JB Far the other day. Oh my yeah, god. This, Every this, time we used to see JB uh, yeah. Smooth at uh, Radio Row and Media Night for the NFL, it would like guys would literally have to put his hand on my shoulder to calm me down because I just wanted like just I just wanted to go up and just like spit on the back of my hand and just like paint his ass. So JB Smooth. What's he that? He's, he never calms
1: down. He never calms down. He's the same no. speed all
0: day. And it's never anything of consequence it's always just ass just ass it's just ass would you say you say your mom loves him Yes your mom me hates you me sure. it's perfect it works no, well your mom hates me your dad <laughs> so would... TG2 and I we're boys but uh Mrs. Gozlowski apparently we're never gonna have a, a freaking Zach Wilson moment because she knows does, does not love me good good I oh, am yeah, fair you know it's fair I would assume I wouldn't make you big... call me dad Gross! I'm
1: not, I'm not calling him dad. Not doing I would assume that,
0: and this, and just be clear because I know your dad is probably watching. That's a joke because every time we got a new boss, guys would look at me dead serious in the middle of like the worst possible second. i I'm Not going to call him dad. So that had nothing to do with disrespect for you or your beautiful bride who hates me, but uh, but just just because of a
1: guy's joke. So I do not want to
0: upset CrossFit Kringle. I do not need that in my
1: life. I cannot outrun that man. He will catch me keep an eye mm. on those comment sections for a second the fact that the face <laughs> of fantasy sports is leaving or it's changing i feel like that's a huge deal in the sense of what fantasy sports is now like when august rolls around it feels like fantasy sports takes over everywhere because camps are yeah. opening up baseball's kind of you mostly got most didn't of the, you are didn't you just reactivate deal. the the Godzilla media league uh i reactivated the league yes and and this is good for our sponsors who are listening or especially on our video uh audio side too like so we we've completely done we talk fantasy different for this summer so what we were deciding to do is rather than do like a weekly episode from june to late august we're doing what espn and sporting news and all these other companies do is we're just doing a fantasy dump where coming up in august we're just going to do 10 episodes like all available at once if you want running backs go to your running back episode if you want quarterbacks go to your court because that's what everybody does there you had the manifesto people put out their magazines where it's like why would i put out content in late june where probably no one's thinking about fantasy football and then all of a sudden in late august you're like oh man where the hell's that oh it's right here so that's kind of like the shift here is that it's a big dump for everybody in august which i think is way more effective
0: um i win more leagues than i lose and i'm not on your stupid show so i'll just put that out there um you know who else activated the league our old job Ah, uh, I love your dad. He's the best. <laughs> Dude, just so you know, so your dad. Look what he wrote. I cannot. Oh, I know. He wrote, and you cannot outrun me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not confident you on foot, I get away with in my my truck. Like, like I just feel like I feel like I feel like like Gaz's dad, TG2, is the friendly version of Michael Myers. Like it's like <laughs> it's like, like like you're like, okay, we gotta be safe now. He was just walking. There's no way. And he's like, on the window i'm right here <laughs> It's like, yeah. hey you ready to do some chin-ups bitch and it's like <laughs> no i got you a Ziva. yes um <laughs> the... so your dad sent me the cup the mug that says like run for jeff yes and the two uh two like shooters of jack so that sits on where i, I where i sit in my office that sits there that, that stays right there i took it out of the box but it sits there do you know how many people have come through today? Today in particular, Darius Prince, uh, Dwayne Hollis, Coach Manas. Like, what do you got? You got booze over here? You got whatever? It's like, well, yeah. Go look at the fridge behind the freaking desk. I got beer too. But but everybody's like all in on those on those little uh, those little nips of of Jack that your dad sent to me to get well. Let's go. So you and I might have to drink those on the show this week. The the pregame the 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 guys show, you know, with special appearances from Team President Jeff Levesque.
1: If that's allowed before the broadcast,
0: I will do it. I just got a text from my trainer Beth, uh, yeah. Beth Skinner. She's like doing her own thing now. She has a new like gym she's built, and she just texted me and she said, "I can help you outrun them. All right, challenge accepted, Beth. Let's go. Let's see. I guarantee you can't get me there. I guarantee you can't get me there. The only place I'm getting to before freaking uh, TG two is an early grave. So, <laughs> let's go though. I'll give you a but shot. That,
1: but that would definitely want to challenge you for that.
0: If he can't work right. out,
1: he's listening to enough shows. He knows what it takes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, right. He's he's a frigging film star now, so it's forever. Yeah, no, I don't care that Matthew. But you know, I don't care Matthew Barry's leaving. They've been telling us that it's not Matthew Barry anymore. They've been grooming Field Yates to take over. They've been they'll bring in some other youngin. And um, Secret Squirrel. He'll he'll do he'll do it too. Like Barry was Barry was starting to get a little Hollywood for Bristol, Connecticut already. So it it makes sense and. He'll do fine, you know. He's he's not pretty, so he'll he'll accept the crap he has to accept. It'll be all right.
1: I think it's a very uh, how do I describe this the right way? A landmark moment in the history of potential fantasy sports, where a guy who has basically timed it perfectly. Because really the boom of fantasy came in the early 2010s. He was like, oh, I'm the fantasy guy? And ESPN wants to do this now? Cool. All right. I'll take over. I'll be the guy. I'll draft with Jay-Z and do my own podcast and let me do my own thing. And a lot of it was more digital. A lot of it was more podcast. They had the fantasy week towards August. But somebody offered him a ton of cash, more than likely, and he's going to go cash in right now.
0: You know what's funny to me is I know exactly what you're doing here. Like, like, I don't even know if you realize what you're doing here, but I know what you're doing here. This is a classic gaz move. This is, this is <laughs> Matthew Barry goes to ESPN, changes what they do. Right? They're always they're they're talking about on the field. This, that, that. Matthew Barry becomes super important. Like the three to four weeks leading up to every NFL season, and everything, and it's like he's he's more of a web guy. He's more of a this, he's That all of a sudden, Gauz gets the job where he's taking. CBS's sports, WRGB sports, to the internet, changing the way they present. Instead of doing a story on like some local football camp, Gaz is doing a story on the next video game coming out. And Gaz is like, Yeah, he, he, he saw the change and everything. He came into the he came into it, and this is he's gonna cash out big. guys Gaza's like instantly thinking to himself, 10 years from now, F U R G B. I'm cashing in. I'm going in. This is you, this is this is you either, either like consciously or subconsciously projecting Matthew Barry's success onto yourself. That's what
1: this is. I think the storm just hit the studio. I don't know what happened. I Blacked <laughs> it out. Something was wrong. I don't know what's happened. Know. Was what's it conscious happened, or man?
0: subconscious? Is all I need to know. Did you know that's what you were doing, or did you just like now that you're hearing it, you're like, yeah, that does sound
1: like something I would do. I think a lot of the things. This is what happens when you spend seven years with somebody.
0: Cause it always It feels way longer. <laughs> well, it's less last Remember, you stopped talking to me for a little while. I
1: did um, not. That is you. Uninvited me to your house. You wouldn't talk. That to me. part didn't happen. Part. Yeah,
0: yeah. For because I did all I did was turn off a radio station for you. You know.
1: Let's talk about Lily and David.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd like a sure. gift. I'd like an apology gift from Lily and David. If you, you're
1: please. looking for a wonderful watch this summer, that's the place to go. If you're looking for jewelry, this is the for perfect play. time for another mom joke. But I know your dad's watching,
0: and I don't want to upset him. So. If you've God, got a
1: wonderful mom, you can go out to Lily and David oh, Fine Jewelers. They're Zach Wilson 50. has mom.
0: Like, you know how Jeter used to have the bags for, like, women he dated? Zach Wilson just has – he has MILF bags, and he gets them all. Out. Lily and David Fine Jewelers.
1: No. No, Alyssa, yeah. that is not going to happen. Please. Do not.
0: Alyssa doesn't know. She just helps him find the perfect gift bag, and she doesn't know it, they're MILF bags.
1: Route 50, the Shops of Wilton. David will be thrilled if you walk in and ask him about the bags. That, <laughs> that is I have from
0: the bag and get a MILF bag?
1: Get the hell out!
0: How about how about Gaz wants a fanny pack and Levax looking for MILF bags? That just that pretty much sums up the last you say seven years. I feel like it's been longer.
1: I want to do a live show from and David. We're supposed to do one this upcoming fall, and those two would oh. love exactly. No, that. you know what we you know what we need to
0: do. We need to do undercover from Lily and David. Like we both try to sell jewelry at Lillian David while miked and camed, and see whose approach does better at selling. Just being ourselves. Who sells more jewelry in one day from Lillian David, you or me?
1: Undercover boss style? Yeah. I don't do that.
0: Yeah. Undercover bust
1: style is probably more likely. But route 50, Shops of Wilton, Lillian David Fine Beautiful Julius. store, by the way. Beautiful right. store. Awesome selection. We love them. Tell me you heard about it from Levat and Goss. You're looking for something for her, whether the fiance, the girlfriend, the wife, Lillian David Fine Jewelers is a spot for you.
0: Do they have the um, Zach Wilson's mom's best friend package? Because I got a package for her. <laughs> <laughs> This is, you know, what this is is because we were so early at the hideaway this week that I didn't get to make a bunch of big deck jokes. And that just, that just really <laughs> ruined me. Just changed everything for me today. You're not a different happy person it. now. Oh, it just sucks, man. If you don't have, if you don't, if you're not taking some deck picks, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. I really don't. Them over. So let me get this straight. Yeah. You're one of the things you're going to do over at uh, CBS 6. W R G B is cover the MLB draft. Yes. I've never cared about the MLB draft in my life as a Yankee fan. Well, as a Yankee fan, I mean, who cares, right? The last time they actually drafted somebody of consequence was probably Jeter. Like it's just, it's, it's such a hard thing for me to understand. So tell me as a Yankee and a Mets fan this year, where like, I have no idea when we're drafting. Why do I care about this year's
1: MLB draft? TV boy. Two people. Kumar Rocker, Tri-City Valley Cats, Luke Gold, Boston Spa, two Capital Region Sports connections to this year's Major League Baseball draft. And it's on a Sunday, so a little less time. Get some time to, like, chill and watch the draft if you have a certain prospect you're rooting for. The draft is way smaller than it used to be. It used to be, like, 50 rounds. Then it was 40 rounds. Way smaller now. I believe we're under 10 rounds now. But it's still three days, which is a little confusing. So that kind of hurts my head a little bit. But when you've got two local people who could potentially play for a New York team, I'm calling my pal Justin Landon, your guy as well, does the uh, MLB scouting now out in Cleveland, doesn't prospect work, that maybe there's a chance the Yankees, the Mets, could potentially land one of these guys. I feel like it's always been the Braves and the Rays with Ian Anderson and Garrett Whitley that Maybe finally a New York prospect will land in a New York franchise. I already know well, what Mets. Well, you know, so Rocker's not, already had. Rocker's not yeah. going to the Mets exactly. he already went
0: to the Mets and he told him to f off. So, are you like? I love the drama of Rocker being a Yankee and then being good. That's fun. That would be fun. Where are they projected to go? Where's where either one projected to like? What are we looking at?
1: Rocker is low first round, and Gold is like third to fourth round. So one team could get both. Yes, potentially both. That would be insane. That would be awesome if they both went to the same team. I think back to your point, though, of why so many people are not interested in the Major League Baseball draft is because you don't know, like, how many of these guys are actually going to reach the majors. No disrespect to Garrett Whitley. I know he got hurt. I know the Rays organization is just – it's somebody from Harvard and Yale, and it's like a half joke, but they actually do have, I believe, Ivy League people in their system – to figure out exactly how they evaluate the prospects. Sometimes you're a first round pick and you take a long time to make it to the show. You get somebody like a Jeff Hoffman, who's a local product who got traded a bunch. Now he's bounced around. Now he might get traded again. Uh, Ian Anderson, a first round pick that leads a team to a World Series. It's hard to figure out exactly where all these guys are going to land, but the fact that they're going to get an opportunity and gold's an all ECC guy and Rocker's been throwing heat, that's good enough. Like uh, if you get the chance to be out there and make a play, that's all you can ask for. And look, LeVec, this has been happening, again, another seven-year reference here, for seven years. Like, the Capital Region mm-hmm. has continued a pipeline. It wasn't just, like, Whitley and then they were gone, or both, Both. I should say both Anderson brothers, because both have played now professionally. Like, they keep coming back to the Capital Region, which is awesome, and that's, that's not what a lot of upstate New York cities can say. Like, Albany's got that advantage right now for a lot of upstate New York cities
0: yeah and the, the, the um you might you know this, not everybody knows this yet. One of my future business ventures is something that you and I have done before. and it's gonna be like homegrown bus trips to like great games and stuff like that. like with with theoretically, you and I hosting whoever, but always somebody cool hosting, like always somebody on the bus with you to make sure the bus trip itself is fun, at least the bus ride to the event, the bus ride back, if it's me, I'll be snoring. Um, Imagine a scenario in which you get on a Yankee Trails bus in the parking lot of the Joe to go see Kumar Rocker pitch at Yankee Stadium. Like, that's electric. Imagine a scenario. You're from the high school to go see Gold Play at City Field or Yankee Stadium. That's electric. As long as it's not Boston, I'm not hosting that one. Screw those guys. I'll never go to Fenway. You can kiss my ass. You guys suck. You're evil. You like Satan. Um, <laughs> it's not gonna have Marbreds and, and uh and freaking Sam Adams. No way to live. No way to live, God. my friends. No way to live. Benny, Benny Wednesday prefers frozen pizza. That just tells you everything you know about Boston Red Sox fans. At he's on the bus
1: just with his pizza. He, yeah, he just bus. hosts
0: that one. It's just it's just Russell from up. Pardon me, I have to make my scout badge. How do I get you? Like just like just getting you where you need to be. That'll be the. That'll be it. I'll make him dress like Russell from Up though, too. I'll do it. Look like, at Ben's thumbs down. <laughs> 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 I'm right, gonna so dress as Doug yeah. the Dog and just screw with him the entire trip, though. It's gonna be great.
1: Poor Benny suck. That sucks. Poor suck. radar. Chris Sale is gonna get lit up. That was lit up. Uh, are you bummed? By the way, we're not gonna get a chance to talk about this on Tuesday because it's already gonna be passed. I guess we to recap it a little bit by the next time we talk of. Pete Alonso and Albert Pujols are the big names in the home run derby. There's a bunch of different names, but Alonzo was trying to make this like his thing, like he yeah. is the king of the home run derby. And Albert Pujols is going to retire, and this is going to be like his swan song. This is even though it's in Los Angeles, and I still associate him as a Cardinal, and I know he's back playing for the Cardinals, but that's kind of like a little different vibe here, where you've got the king and the legend in this year's home run derby.
0: what, what sucks is there was there was there was rumblings that Giancarlo Stanton was going to get in it. And if if, if you give me a home run derby with the polar bear, Pete Alonzo, you know, old man river himself, you know, Albert Pujols, and also Giancarlo Stanton, I'm all in. I mean, obviously you'd love judge, but I don't want judge screwing with anything this year. Everything's going so well for him. Leave it alone. Just do what you're doing. Stanton missing sucks. I think this could be one of those situations where like, people who haven't realized how well he's playing see him just go toe-to-toe and maybe even annihilate Albert Pujols. A finale between the Polar Bear and, and GQ Stanton. Come on. That would be awesome. I'd be all in.
1: As of us, you and I talking right now, eight participants are scheduled for Monday's Home Run Derby. Five have been confirmed. So who knows? Maybe they'll toss in Miguel Cabrera. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe another New York connection will be in the home run derby. That'd be really fun if they could find one more. You just went through a bunch of the storylines, too, of how awesome it would be. And I will stick by this point. Whoever was behind changing the home run derby idea, you better have gotten that raise, man. You yeah. better. Because, man, I did not think that was going to work. And sure enough, it is the coolest it has ever been the past few seasons with that new role. Did
0: we do the story? Did we, did we tell... Last week, I was so distracted because of the cat.
1: Oh, did, did we give I, an update on trust?
0: Did we do that? I don't remember. I don't think we ever did. Did we?
1: No, did we, we, ta- did no we didn't
0: talk about it. We didn't talk no. about Sunday. Let's, um, is there more sports? Like, we probably should save that for now. She's so she's good, but I, I, I don't know if I don't know what all the sports you want to talk about. I talk was going to give.
1: I'll just do this, though. I'll give a heads up to Mohawk Honda. We love Mohawk Honda. Mohawk Honda. They're buying your vehicles. They always go out of their way to please you. We love Mohawk Honda. I'm stomping in and you and I in September for our next live show with Mohawk Honda. Looking forward to that. Shout out to everybody. As I was saying, Greg Johnson's on the news. It feels like he's all the time here on CBS 6 with all the great things they're doing in the community. Nate's killing it on social media as well, showing off all the wonderful things Mohawk Honda's doing. Make an appointment this summer, this weekend, and stomping into Mohawk Honda and get yourself a new ride. They're buying your vehicles, man people are selling my god i was telling you last week my buddies are blowing up my phone like getting the great prices and everything happening in mohawk honda stop in tell them you heard about it from right here the and guys we love supporting them we hope you can support them as well mohawk honda they're buying your vehicle and they go out of their way to please you
0: yeah i mean it is um it's interesting when you're when you're able to watch online the things they do to bond and be better you know the mohawk honda family mark chevy family the um there are good friends over at the collision center who I'll be dropping my truck off with in about a month. Um it, it is it's just the 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 1% better every day kind of thing. Just like every day you get better or or you're getting worse and they they really live by it. It's very cool to see. It's very cool people. Um yeah, so <clears throat> last week I'm going to apologize. I was not very focused on this show at all. Um I like my cat. I'm a, like I'm not like like people try to like Pigeonhole me as a cat person, right? I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a cat person, um, but you know, when you come home every day and the only creature in the world that's legitimately happy to use a cat, you become a cat person. Like that's all there is to it. Um, I learned a lot about the world last week because. My daughter adopts this cat. Her name is Big Trust. She's feral. Like feral means she's never been around people. She's an outdoor cat. So through patience and everything else, and just kind of like it became a challenge. I was kind of I kind of dug it. She's now my cat. Like if my daughter comes over, she kind of looks at her like, eh, "I don't know. I don't know if you're mine. I like the big fat one he feeds me." Like so <laughs> last week I get home. I didn't lock her up when there was get, there was work being done on the house because I didn't think there was a lot going on or whatever. I come home, she's nowhere to be found, and she comes fun. like she's running. Through, she's doing laughs in front of me right now. As soon as I get home, she goes running. My daughter named her Big Trust because of, she's a Ravens fan, so like Big Trust, you know the whole thing. So I get home, can't find her. Two reasons I'm sad. Love the cat, but also because. She was feral and I domesticated her and now she's outside. So I'm like, okay, I took away your ability to survive in the, in the wild and now you're out there. So I felt terrible. I was scared. I felt bad. Biggest lesson I can teach anyone. Guys, I know you don't have a pet right now. Whatever you call your pet in private, there is a chance you will have to say that in public at some point.
1: Oh
0: no! So I say this because I forgot when I was, you know, 20 or whatever, my buddy's cat got out. We were all drinking at his house in downtown Albany, and we had to walk the streets of downtown Albany screaming out that cat's name, which that cat was all white and that cat's name was Spook. And that is not a thing you want to be yelling in downtown Albany at any point. Um, but it's like, you know, like Hey, spook, cause you're a white cat. Like doesn't, you know, like it's not going to go over well. <laughs> and the reason this just brought back to my memories is I walk through my neighborhood cigar in hand cause I'm freaking out and I'm just chilling, smoking my cigar and I've got the treats. I'm shaking the treats and I'm walking the neighborhood and I'm going trust trust. And then I have to say what I really call her. So she has developed a trait of she'll run in front of you and she'll drop like flump and you're supposed to pet her so i've started calling her flumpers so i am now fat old white man walking through a neighborhood which is a lot more children than i realized uh screaming trust trust flumpity dumpers where's the prettiest girl in the world flumpity dumpers (laughs) and uh, the fact that i'm not in handcuffs Is a testament to my neighbors here. But, uh, yeah, so, guys, if you do adopt a pet, like, say, Rex decides he wants a pet, very careful how you address that pet at home. Because it's very funny when I go, flumpity-dumpers, here. Uh, not so funny when you're walking down the road shaking treats. in the rain. Flumpity-dumpers. She's running wild while I'm saying this, by the way. So just keep that in mind. Just go ahead and keep that in mind, whatever you name your animal, um, make sure it's an an- a name you can yell in public. Don't go with spook. Uh it's not that's not gonna work. And then like trust is fine. Flumpity dumpers is gonna get you some side eyes. It's gonna happen. And I'm probably on a watch list or two. But uh that that's that's what I've learned. I've learned that. And um, and now she's here. She actually never left the house, by the way. Um she uh there was a small little access panel she found her way into and she was trapped inside the bathtub um and i got her out of there and she just and then she walked around the house like she was the coolest shit ever because she figured out where to hide uh yeah so so if you heard me yelling that i'm your neighbor and i'm only half as creepy as you think i am so keep that in mind animal names keep it in
1: mind i want to respond to that but i feel like in the 100 plus episodes we've done on this podcast that's the best advice you've ever given in the history to close an episode
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, don't want to. I want to do a little Q and A real quick, though. Okay, all right. Just because, because
1: Tommy, you snuck in there. I thought Levesque hit the button. Be like, that's it. We're going out on top.
0: (laughs) Tommy drops. Tommy dropped in, like, like Tommy Gross, who is a diehard sports fan, dropped in a non-sports question, and it caught me so off guard that I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't, I didn't answer it. Tommy Gross, my guy, Mister Empire. What do you think of Twitter suing Elon Musk? to force him to complete the acquisition first of all who the
1: hell are you <laughs> second of all those european I love links this. got to him those european links watch the match here tom cross has been hacked i love this though have you seen how
0: this is going though yeah so so elon musk i want twitter twitter says no 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 no, no. he says they then they, they he proves that he can and Yes, yes, yes. But first I want to know about the bots. I want to know exactly what's going on. there. What's the real data? No, 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 no. They then take him to court because he doesn't want to complete the sale. The court says, you've got to tell us about the bots. So like Elon Musk is playing chess. These bitches are playing checkers. He's going to own Twitter and it's going to be hysterical. Because the craziest dude who's got some form of, like, Asperger's is going to own one of the biggest media outlets in the universe. And it's hysterical to me because he outbought them all the way through.
1: You have dialed in on this more than me because the Elon Musk stuff that I think, I I don't want to go full Stu Gatz from Levitar, but I sometimes forget why Elon Musk is actually rich. Like I thought he was going to send people to space. I thought that was a thing, and yeah, that didn't sure. happen. Then I thought there was going to be like flying cars. That didn't happen. Then I thought Dogecoin was going to be a thing, and it's not really. I feel like the the headlines I get from Musk don't hit, but I'm sure there's like ten other ones that have hit that I just don't pay attention to. I feel like I knew more, far more about Gates and Jobs than I've ever known about <laughs> Musk.
0: You know the beauty about Elon Musk is like the Tesla stuff. Like when you when you dig into Tesla, it's not worth a, a penny compared to what you think it is. But because it's so hip, so cool, and so over the top, he gets all this money from the government for stuff. He, like, does whatever And the dude sold real-life flamethrowers. So, like, you know, like, he's he's weird. I feel like he could legitimately be one of those guys that, like, we don't even realize how smart he really is until years and years and years and years and years, and years later. But the fact that, like, the worst-case scenario is he doesn't own Twitter, but he has to make Twitter prove what they really are is great. I think it's great. So there you go, Tommy Gross. That's thank you for that. Thank you. More I might be my next pet, Tommy Gross. That might be Tom, a thing.
1: Tom Gross the cat. Tom the yep. cat. I like Tom more skeleton. Like more skeletons out of closets. Jeter skeletons. Yep. Elon Musk is a skeleton. Let's Matthew go. Barry's gonna have one. That's why he really left ESPN. It's all Matthew Barry now. isn't really bald.
0: Dun dun dun.
1: I hit that bomb thing right on the board I don't right have,
0: now. I don't, have, I don't have the board. I, I won't put it in post audio. All
1: right, there you go. I
0: like it. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, so the advice again, the advice is careful what you name your pets. Like your kid's going to sit there and fight. I want like the, like the cat to be named Poopies or whatever. There's a point in your life where you could very realistically have to walk down the street you live on and yell, Poopies, come home, Poopies. Don't do it. Don't do it.